Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in, welcome. Thank you for joining me and being part of the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. As we do it once again, as always, from the Baldwin Ace Hardware, Fear Excuse me, Bunker Studio. Uh, Amy says, TGIF, you're damn right. You are damn right. Thank you, Nick. Welcome in to you. Amy, I have a confession to make. Uh, I am not going to be ready to run the Fifth Third Riverbank run. It's just not happening. I could run the 5K or the 10K. But the 15 and a half, I think I've, uh, I think I uh, kind of screwed that up. However, however, uh, I'm glad you reached out to me, Amy, about the Disney Marathon in January of 2024. Um, we are getting together the Eric Zane AT Cure Team for the uh, charity at uh, AT Children's Project, we are going back as a group to Disney. And um, we're establishing a group of people to raise money for the charity. So I have details on all of that that I just worked on yesterday, Amy, which I'll share with you uh, via email and things like that. But just so you know, uh, we are getting together a group. And right now there's two people in that group, Amy and EZ and Diana, who will be participating in the marathon weekend at Disney. So what this, if you've always wanted to do this, run either the half marathon or the full marathon, they have a 5K, they have a 10K, all on separate days on that weekend, where this is what you do. If you, um, first of all, it's very, very difficult to get into this race. If you're not signing up right this second, you're going to get shut out. But they have reserved spots with the charity. So that's okay. We've got all those spots taken care of. But uh, Amy already has her spot, but that's cool. You can still be part of the group. 
So what we do then is um, then you get like uh, your little fundraising page for the AT Children's Project and you send it out to your friends. Hey, I'm running this race. Uh, can I get a few bucks from uh, uh, Aunt Ginny and Uncle Bob or whoever, uh, Grandma Sue, to support the charity that I'm running for? And um, we do all that. Uh, Amy says, by the way, it's already sold out. The charity is the only way, but it's a good cause. Um, so, yeah, that's what uh, that's how you do that. Now, I'll have details on how you sign up uh, momentarily in the days and weeks that follow. But, um, yeah, this is a done deal. So then you sign up and then uh, we all meet Disney and then we're like a group together. We uh, have this awesome pasta dinner beforehand where you get to meet a lot of the AT families. And if you aren't aware, what you have here with this uh, deadly children's disease is uh, it's a horrible setup where it combines... Hang on, I got to drink this before I say this because it takes a lot out of me. Hang on. It combines all the terrible things of uh, muscular dystrophy... Uh, Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's, and uh, absolutely, absolutely devastating. And it is a disease that is, um, it's a gateway disease. The research for it can help with all those other diseases that I just mentioned. It's a neurological disorder uh, and has physical effects as well, obviously, because robs a child of their ability to walk and to um, talk and other things like that. And uh, usually life expectancy is in the early 20s at best. Children with AT are susceptible to certain types of cancers at a higher risk because their immune system is compromised. Um, and there is no cure. There is no treatment, but they continue to hope, and it is because of people like this, like Amy, who uh, does what she can to support the charity that makes these uh, families hopeful. I was um, dealt into this because when we moved to Grand Rapids uh, 19 years ago in June or July, my kids were starting school in September. And one of the teachers at Pinewood Elementary was a lady by the name of Mary Veldink. And uh, I didn't know her. Um, very, very dear friend now, one of our closest, her and her family. And uh, on the school bulletin board, it was uh, Help the Veldink Girls, a fundraiser for the Veldink Girls. And I was like, oh, oh what, what's up with these kids? And I see these two little blonde girls, and, and it says they're struggling with uh, AT, and I didn't know what it was. And I was like, oh, I don't know what that is, whatever. Well, uh, eventually, because we kind of gotten, we got wove into the school, uh, we figured out what was up, and we we become very, very close with the Veldinks. Um as the years passed, we went many, many times to Florida to, for this exact same event. And, um, you know, it's weird because you see, you get to know families and then uh, the children pass. So, I mean, that's inevitable, it seems. There's, there's, there's no cure, no treatment, like I said. And that happened to Kate and Olivia. Um, Dave and Mary have another daughter their oldest that is uh, Abby she is not she was not affected by AT 
and um, is married now with a child. But um, it's been something that's been, uh, that's how I got the Mr. 10 tattoo. That's how that all came about. So uh, you're plugging into this whole uh, group of people that have always been there. So I host the pasta party. Uh, I talk a little bit. So we'll be able to spend time together and have a great time. We can all stay in the same like hotel area if you want. There's a one particular place called Orange Lake. When you're right at this like uh, uh, lazy river that they have, it's fantastic. Um, Linda says, I'll be walking. I'm not a runner, just a walker. Well, you can do that too. That's up to you. Uh, there's a lot of people that on the uh, 5 and 10K, that's what uh, Diana and Mary do. They usually walk the 10K, which isn't easy to do. That's a lot. That's 6.2 miles. But you're walking around Epcot there, and then they're usually planning while they're walking how many drinks they're going to have when they get done at the Tiki Bar. Because what you do is when you're uh, poolside is um, you have me go up to the Tiki Bar, and they have like this big bucket of booze you get. And it's, it's potent and they, they load it up with so much booze. And then you, you hold it by a handle. Like you're a kid coming, uh, walking down the beach with a couple buckets of sand. And then you give one to one chick and another one, another chick. And then Maureen goes, I like one too. And I got to go back and get more. And Linda needs some booze. So that's how that goes. So basically, uh, you go there. You have a good time. The women get hammered and look at hot dudes. And uh, that's about it. It's great fun. The second weekend in January is when it all takes place. Now, I will have details in the coming days, weeks, uh, about what you need to do to get involved. You don't even need to run. You can just be a screaming fan if you want. But uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um. Aram asks, what kind of time wins the marathon? Amy says, yeah, well, the elites run it in uh, two to two and a half hours. Yeah, I've seen uh, a couple times you've had people like two hours, 10 minutes, two hours, 11 minutes for some of those high-end runners. It's really remarkable. One year, uh, the charity um, was overseeing a water stop. So what we would do was the AT Children's Project agreed to um, at one of the spots where the people have tables of water and you, you get a drink when you're running by. You get there real early before the race even starts, pitch black, four in the morning, and uh, you set up all these tables and you set up all the cups and you mix the Gatorade and you, you uh, put the Gatorade in the cups and you're waiting there for the runners to come. So this is at like whatever, mile mark 10 and – uh the guy who's overseeing it is actually like a, a paid employee and we're all volunteers and we get onto, we, we drive to the uh, property, Disney property, and then you get on a bus and then the bus takes you to the mile marker and you, and all the shit set up on the side of the road. You got, it's all like uh, uh, on a pallet. You have to unwrap it. You have to settle. It's a lot of work, but uh, um, you do it to get exposure because your sign is there. AT children's project. And as a perk, they give everybody a uh, free entry to the park, which is ex quite expensive to get into the park. Um, so 
we get there and uh, or actually i should say we take off on our adventure and then the bus driver gets us lost we don't know where we are it's pitch black and uh none of us know what to do but um the guy who is the leader of the he's like oh fuck jesus and so we finally get to where we need to go and we're late we're really really behind schedule but we bust our ass setting that shit up. And it was a cold morning. It was a very, very cold morning. It was like below 32 degrees. And I remember because um, the water and shit would spill on the road um, from when the runners went by getting their drinks. And it would freeze. And people were fucking falling. And we had to get quickly get like salt and salt the fucking road because it was a hazard, you know. Um, but we're setting all this shit up. And the leader is some guy from Brazil, and he would win it every year. I mean, just flying, you know, five uh, five minutes a mile the whole way. And he comes screaming through, and there's all these tables of what all set up where we finally got it done, and no one grabbed one to hand it to him, which is what you're supposed to do. So he starts screaming while he's running, and he reaches over and just grabs one as he's running by, and just fucking, he was pissed off, and... uh you know, he gets his water in him, but then he keeps going, screaming, giving us the finger. We're like, holy shit. And then Dave Velding goes, well, we failed there. We got to do better. I'll never forget it. And there was some dude who was uh, kind of being a real fucking prick. Uh, Chief Screw v- uh, volunteer is uh, bossing everybody around. I remember him because he was from Boston. And uh, he sounded like that, too, because uh, Logan Belgraf, I'm standing next to my dear friend, Brian Belgraf, the dearly departed Brian and his wife, uh, the multi-talented Jen and Ian. We're all there together doing our thing. And, and Ian's or uh, Logan's pouring the fucking Gatorade into the cups. And this guy goes, no, you're doing it wrong. Here, you got to do bartender pour. And we go, what? I've told this story before. He goes, yeah, bartender pour. We go, what's a bartender pour? He goes, no, you know, like you're a bartender and how you pour it. And I'm like, motherfucker, we speak English in the Midwest. You dumb fuck. We don't know what bartender pour is. We would say bartender pour. And I, I'm putting it together what you want me to do. But go ahead, show me, fucking bully. And he's like, he just starts pouring it like and dragging his hand across it like a crane. And the shit's going everywhere. It's that, it's that, well, it's like, fuck, we can do it. We don't have to make a fucking mess, you goddamn fucking East Coast slob. Yeah, bartender pour. That's the way we do it. Hey, yo, Sam. Hey, Nami. Hey, asshole. Get the fuck out of here. Jesus. Uh. Aram went and uh, talking about the pace that these leaders run at five minutes a mile. Yeah, that's uh, that's a world class runner. Five minutes a mile for twenty six miles. That's insane. Holy shit! Absolutely ridiculous. You got some quick, quick people out there. Uh, it doesn't matter how long it takes you, just as long as you get it done. But the point of the weekend isn't. Uh, is is all about the fellowship and meeting the AT families and your um that's the way AT moves the meter how they fund their research and um and you know provide a, a light of hope uh for these families is by you know people who do the lemonade sale and the uh bake sale and the fundraising um from just individual people that is the lifeblood of it so um I'm excited about that 
So there you go. That's uh, what we're planning to do. Keep your eyes open. I'll be talking more about that as we get closer to it. But uh, if, you, if you're thinking about it, you know, you're uh, uh, eight months away, seven months away. Um, yeah, it's asking a lot, I realize, because you got to get there. There's a cost in that. Um, in the past, if you raise a certain amount of money, the percentage of your hotel is uh, reimbursed. And I don't know about that. I know they used to do that. Um, I need to find that information out. And uh, also the cost to sign up for the race is also uh, something you have to think about too. So this is not a small undertaking. I'm asking you to take a vacation with me. But I'd like to think that you would find that enjoyable. And I know you will. I know you will have a great time. Okay. Plus, you get to go to Disney. You're fucking running through the Magic Kingdom, for fuck's sake. Now, I don't run the full marathon. I run the half. And uh, run is relative because last year, uh, in January, in fact, boy, I crashed and burned about mile nine or ten, and I just limped my ass home. Ugh. My goal is to get into shape where it just doesn't hurt so much. And, oh, God. It's hard to believe that there was a time in my life that um but always hurt but it hurts more now i just have the hardest time and ever since we started to camp every ever since we started to go on the weekends and camping i stopped running um <laughs> uh. Amy says, I looked up your time and thought you still did great, Diana, too. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're very, very kind. I used to be able to run that half marathon in about an hour 28. I think I did it this year in like two hours and 35 minutes or something like that. I used to average under seven minutes a mile for that fucking thing. I mean, I could see the leaders for several miles they were within sight they're two minutes ahead of me every mile but fuck i used to be in fucking great shape and now i'm a fat piece of shit who just loves to eat garbage all right thank you so much for being here it is uh it's a great great um i'm excited about this weekend uh first of all because the weather is great. It's going to turn, though, on Saturday, Saturday night into Sunday. But we have had this glorious week where the temperatures have been in the mid to upper 70s. Intensely awesome. Out of nowhere, it goes from winter to midsummer. Now, I think that's supposed to change. Very soon. Like, Saturday night, the shit hits the fan, and then we're supposed to get snow coming up next week. Not a lot, but just enough to remind us, hey, fuck you. You're in Michigan. But I'm still stoked. Still great. Um, So not a ton going on here, but always something podcast related. I'm sure, I'm sure you will hear from me this weekend. I do have something planned for you. Um, I talked about this earlier in the week, but 
I can't really say what's going on. I have to keep it low key. All right. That's all I'll say, but you'll know it when you see it or you'll hear it. It's something that you're like, Oh, okay. This is what Eric was talking about. This is what he was excited about. You know, problem with um, the temperature is it's not like I want to flip on the air conditioner now, but I think I should have because last night, um, you know, there's like three dogs in the bed. Well, two, or there used to be three. There's two dogs in the bed and, um, it's warm in the room and it's like, son of a bitch. I can't stop sweating. It's horrible. You ever do that where you, you know, you're sound asleep and you wake up and you're wet. You're like totally wet. It's like, what the fuck? It's so gross. That was me last night. I had heard Al Roker say, yeah, you sweat a cup a day or a cup a night every night. And I'm like, I don't believe that. I do not believe that. But I think I did last night. Oh, so gross. Jesus. What the fuck? Fans blowing on me. It's just blowing hot air. God dang it. All right. Thank you so much for enjoying the show. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Twitter at Eric Zane show. And also on YouTube. If you're uh, watching the show on those platforms, let it be known that I'm going to let you go. You got to, and you want to see the rest of the show. You got to watch it on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Or download the Twitch app. Give yourself a username there so you can participate in the chat. Follow it so you know when I go live. That's the only way to get the show uninterrupted. As always, you can download the audio podcast shortly after it finishes, wherever you download shows. Uh, That could be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart. I'm on all of them if you want the audio podcast. And if you ever want to say hello, by all means, don't be a stranger. I love the correspondence. Uh, Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair. Jesus. Try that again. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Uh, Follow me on those. Thank you. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock 2K Cam and Doorbell 3-in-1 Triple Security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay in that app, and oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door. They punch it in. The door unlocks. In they go. And, of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling or anything like that. 
All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate, I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. All right. Uh, did you see the one about the dude who's uh, 21 years old? He's in the United States Air National Guard. And he's one of these people who's on Discord playing video games all the time. And now he's in trouble. He's been arrested. Um, This is the guy who apparently fucking... uh, got his uh, access to a bunch of uh, special top secret stuff that he's not supposed to have and posted it on Discord, which is, you know, what people, uh, one of the things, it's similar to Twitch, a place where uh, young people play video games, chat about it, shit like that. Um, This kid, 21 years old, somehow, uh, they don't know how the fuck he got access to classified documents. I mean, he's got about as much clearance as I do. So for him to get his hands on top secret documents is very concerning. My God. Uh, Audio check. Video check. Here you go. But that's not it. Sorry. Wrong audio. Sometimes I screw that up. To be in front of a judge here at the courthouse tomorrow. But tonight, many are wondering why he allegedly had access to such sensitive information. Look at now. um, That is the local TV helicopter. Now, the TV helicopter appears to be like. 15 feet above the dude's head. This is the guy who was arrested. But it's probably way the fuck up there and they're zooming in. He probably isn't even thinking that it's that it has anything to do with him. But this is in the guy's backyard. He's reading a book. Has no idea he's about to be arrested and what's going on in the front of the house. Sarah sits on a deck. It looks like he has no inkling that heavily armed. Look at that's what's going on in front of his house. Agents are amassing outside his North Dighton home, moving in through. If Janet Reno was there, they would have just driven a tank right through the front door. The woods, but it doesn't take long before he appears on his driveway, hands on his head, and then taken into custody. This is one of our own, and, and that's what's most troubling. Texera is a member of the. It's Texera. There, it's It looks like T E X I E R A. I believe that's pronounced Teixeira just because there was a baseball player named Teixeira. Massachusetts Air National Guard arrested in connection with leaking classified national defense information. We do have stringent guidelines in place for safeguarding classified and sensitive information. This was a deliberate criminal act. 
Security analyst Todd McGee says the case raises questions about how the 21-year-old was allegedly able to obtain the sensitive material, which includes detailed intelligence assessments of both adversaries and allies. The fact that Mr. Texera had the level of clearance that he had to gain access to this level of classified documents and then release them in such a, a careless way um, really does expose our national security. The Pentagon says it's conducting a review of the breach and the ramifications, which may still not be fully appreciated. This type of uh, leak is, is troubling, and it doesn't help our efforts, especially with some of our strained relationships around the globe. So again tonight, Texera in FBI custody. At this point, investigators have not said anything about a possible motive. We're live at the federal courthouse tonight. John Atwater, WCVB News Center 5. Okay, so um, part of what they that what this idiot posted was um, documents that said that the U.S. is concerned about um, the Ukrainian military holding up in the war, whether or not they have what it takes to win this thing, and and stuff that uh, publicly the U.S. doesn't want to say. You know, uh, the last thing that Ukraine wants to hear is that the U.S., their ally, is saying, "Ah, yeah, these guys are full of shit. They, there's no way that they're going to be able to stand up to the Russians. The Russians are going to beat the fuck out of them." Uh, and then there's also some type of uh, one of the things suggests that. The, uh, the people in Poland, the military in Poland suck shit. And uh, so then the U.S. is like, God damn it. Ah, fuck. We look like assholes now. Oh, my God. Ryan says, hmm, didn't Trump and Biden take secret documents? Looks like the policies aren't so great. Trump and Biden should be held to the same candle. We don't know what they did with those secrets. Wow, look at you go. Uh, young Adam says he looks like a spy. So now this fucker, I was uh, reading that each one of these um, documents carries a potential for like 10 years behind bars. So if that goes the way they think it could go, this would put him uh, in prison for like hundreds of years because he posted a ton of shit uh, about this. God, there was one more story about this that I wanted to get to. It was um, one of the, um, one of his uh, buddies on um, Discord was speaking through anonymity, you know, like um, about whether or not uh, on when the guy released all the information and what he was thinking. And, and, uh, according to the story that I saw, he was like, okay, go ahead and start deleting shit. Investigators believe to who specializes in intelligence, led the chat group where the documents were posted. Um, to share his charge with unauthorized removal of classified national defense information. The sheriff's service record indicates he joined the Air National Guard in September of 2019. And his rank is Airman First Class E3. His duty was Cyber Transport Systems Journeyman. And he was assigned to Otis Air National Guard Base. 
Uh, it's possible the leak may have started on Discord, a social media platform uh, popular with people playing online games. In one of those forums originally created to talk about a range of topics, members would debate the war in Ukraine. According to one member of the chat, an unidentified poster shared documents that the poster claimed were classified. That was him. After typing them out with the poster's own thoughts, then, as of a few months ago, uploaded images of folded papers. Discord has said it was cooperating with law enforcement. So these have been avail- they, these were available for quite some time. And then finally someone caught wind of it and said, wait a minute. There are only a few ways the classified info that was leaked could have been accessed, which may provide critical clues as to who is responsible. Typically in classified briefings, as with the slides that were placed on Discord, the information is shared electronically. Um, let's see. That is done either through secure computer terminals where users gain access based on their credentials or through tablets that are distributed for briefings and collected afterward. If the slides need to be printed out instead, they can only be sent to secured printers that are able to handle classified documents and that keep a digital record of everyone who has requested a printout. So this is not easy to get this, these documents. It's those digital clues like the record of printouts that may help investigators hone in on who took the documents. Wow. 21 years old, probably going to spend a lot of time behind bars. Good one. Um, I'm curious if he did it on his own or someone actually uh, had helped him in getting uh, the documents. Interesting. All right. Uh, as always, this show available free every day like I am right now. But when I get done, we have the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Now, yesterday we had a uh, another edition of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Um, it continues to be uh, the, one of the bright spots of the week. Well, it's all bright spots for me, frankly. Um, but really, we had a great time, and I want you to check it out. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The video replay is there now, and the audio podcast will be there uh, later on today. And then tomorrow at midnight, the debut of episode 20 of Who Are These Zanes? Where we really dig into the Labor Day Grill Wars extravaganza from 1995 with Eric and his, me, and his morning partner, Joe Volk. Complete with bona fide sexual harassment like legit chick got offended on the air sexual harassment by joe no offense but that's exactly what it was you'll be able to check that out patreon.com slash eric zane thank you to jenison pool and spa depot all right here's what you need to know Great sponsor. Jeremy Out the Door runs a place. They're in Jenison, uh, Michigan on Chicago Drive, eastbound, the south side of the street, blue awning between 8th and 12th. Uh, When you go in there, it's a massive showroom full of gorgeous hot tubs. Some very nice people work there. They have every pool chemical under the sun or pool supply that you need. They can service your pool. They can get the cover off if you want. 
Uh, if you have any issues with your pool or your hot tub, they can fix anything and they can install a brand new in-ground pool. Now that's a big deal. That's not easy. Sit down with Jeremy out the door, Jeremy house for an in-store consultation about how it works, including how you pay for it. Uh, call Jenison pool and spa depot, uh, for information about an in-ground fiberglass or vinyl line pool today. 616-457-0500. And you can be in your pool this summer. 616-457-0500. I've already scheduled my pool opening with Jenison Pool and Spa Depot. Thank you to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for this podcast. If you have any tech needs for your small or medium-sized business, reach out to Blue Frost IT. If you're looking to upgrade your current tech setup, bad idea to just go and start buying stuff off the shelf. Sit down with Alan from Blue Frost IT for a 30-minute complimentary consultation. Their number, 616-285-50. Number one IT company in West Michigan. Thank you to Dan Frazier, uh, the owner-operator of the Dirty Donut Race, Michigan's number one gravel road bicycle race. Beginner race, 10 miles. You got a 21-mile race. You got a 41-mile race and a 61-mile race. Various spots along the race. There's a donut stop. For every donut you eat, you take five minutes off your time. So if you're averaging four minutes a mile, let's let's even go five minutes a mile for the 10-mile race. You can do that. Five minutes a mile on a bike is not something that you is impossible. I mean, if a, if a dude can run a five, uh, five minutes a mile, you sure as shit can pedal five minutes a mile on a bike. For the 10 miles, five minutes a mile. That's what? Uh, five minutes a mile. So that's 50 minutes for the whole race. I did that math right in my head. Did you see that? I was thinking, I was like, wait a minute, 10 times five. What is it? What, what could it be? Eat 10 donuts and you finish with a time of zero. Now, if you eat 10 donuts, fuck, I can't even imagine. I should call old Dan and get to the bottom of that if that's ever happened. Dan, if you're listening right now, incoming. DirtyDonutRace.com is their website. Yo, yo, Dan. Your call has been forwarded to an... Fuck! Snubbed again! Well, anyway. Uh, DirtyDonutRace.com if uh, you want to check that race out, all sorts of great awards. You get all sorts of prizes afterwards. You can uh, have a beer, have a drink, have something to eat. Fun, fun. The race is June 3rd in Martin, Michigan. Gravel, bike racing, awesome fun. Dirty Donut Race.com. All right. 
Kyle says, um, "What a, a good question, Tyler. What about if you shit yourself? Yeah, you you don't want to do that. Um, there's there's you know Porta Johns while you're riding." Uh, Jesse says, um, Trump and Biden held office of president and they didn't post shit on discord. Yeah. All right. I don't know why I went that far back. Okay. Moving on. One of the local TV stations, um, in town here. Well, not this uh, TV station is South of Grand Rapids in the community of Kalamazoo, but they still serve Grand Rapids. Channel 3, News Channel 3. Man, some fucking psycho uh, walks up to the TV station and says, hey, I got a tip for the news team. And some engineer says, uh, but hey, there's no one in the newsroom. And the guy says, oh, okay. Well, the news tip is I'm about to blow up the TV station with this bomb. And the fucking engineer's like, oh, no, what the fuck? That actually happened just the other day. Oh, my God. Yesterday. So, um, audio check, video check. This is how it sounded. (laughs) Oh, sorry. That's the wrong clip. I keep screwing that up. Sorry. Well, the outcome today could have been vastly different for a variety of reasons, but we have one co-worker here who very likely prevented this from becoming much worse. That's right. News Channel 3's Autumn Pitcher spoke with a man who's quit. I don't know why it does that. It just stops playing for some reason. Hang on. Quick thinking kept the suspect sealed off from our newsroom. And you can't see anything. This whole thing is fucked up. Let me start over. Well, the outcome today could have been vastly different for a variety of reasons, but we have one coworker here who very likely prevented this from becoming much worse. That's right. News Channel 3's Autumn Pitcher spoke with a man whose quick thinking kept the suspect sealed off from our newsroom, this studio, and the rest of the building. Just before 2.30 p.m., the man arrived outside our station saying something we hear commonly. He had an important news story for us to cover. I thought she was going to say something we hear commonly. Fucking mainstream media, fuck you. Our chief engineer, George Markle, went to speak with him. Wanted to talk to a reporter, looked at the clock, and said there was nobody there for news at this point in time. This guy's the savior. That That is his, okay, what you see right there is the absolute stereotype of a radio or TV engineer. You got to have, well, you look like him. And you got to have this deal in the pocket. It's a pen-screwdriver combo that you have tucked in the shirt pocket in case you need to do stuff. And just kind of went through, and uh, you know, when he didn't like that response, he just said uh, you know, he's got an explosive device and just kind of started pushing his way past me. Telling Markle he had a bomb and wasn't afraid to die. Once the man was inside, Markle was able to lock the... Once the man was inside... ...lobby doors to trap... Uh, Markle, as I said, just locked him in and then no doubt started to talk to him about boring shit and the guy killed himself. He had a bomb and wasn't afraid to die. Once the man was inside, Markle was able to lock the lobby doors to trap him. Then quickly ran through... I like how they show a door slamming to illustrate what what locking a door means. Out the TV station screaming for everyone to get out. I grabbed my phone, my coffee, and ran out. Did not wait. I know that if he's saying that, he's not joking. 
He would never act that way. And in our business... Because he has no sense of humor. We know that something could happen and we need to get out of here. Even though his security fence guards News Channel 3... I Let me just tell you. Um, yeah, the fact that any engineer would speak to anyone that's not affiliated with engineering at the TV station is a real concern. You don't want those people speaking to anyone. So if they suddenly say, get out, you know they mean business. They don't have senses of humor. They think they own the fucking place. Still have those fears, though, that somebody could get in. So I have thought before about what I would do if somebody was in the building and if I could get out. So I just went the path that I knew I was going to take and I and I went to the closest exit and just got out. Other staff members terrified as they evacuated. I'm just definitely feeling that anxiety, feeling scared and just like, you know. Yeah, I think uh, Channel 3 needs to install some treadmills. I'm lucky to be alive at this point. Within minutes, all employees were guided safely off the property behind caution tape where they waited anxiously. Yeah, maybe like some workplace incentive. Sleep. Okay. Uh, get a couple miles, get, you know, some, some perks, get a free parking pass. Kalamazoo Department of Public Safety mobile command unit was rapidly on scene along with a canine unit, Life EMS, and the FBI. Officers negotiated with the suspect over the phone. Having this happen here really brings it home. I mean, you, you see it happen all over nationally. This robot, a bomb detector, was sent in. After two hours, the man surrendered himself and is now lodged in the Kalamazoo County Jail. Our general manager commanded Marco for his quick response. I think George uh, made a, a significant impact on the safety of many uh, co-workers in the building and for how he responded under the circumstances that he uh, encountered this individual. The man left his backpack inside of the building and an investigation has revealed that a fake bomb was inside with several electrical cords. Now, we have uncovered that this man does have a history of mental health issues and after he has been charged, we will officially release his name. Uh -huh. In studio, Autumn Pitcher, News Channel 3. And News Channel 3 wants to thank the rapid response today by the Kalamazoo Department of Public Safety. We also want to say thank you again to our quick-thinking chief engineer, George Markle. Now, as a result of our station's security procedures... He's going to get a new denim shirt. All News Channel 3 employees were quickly evacuated to... All right. Well, all's well that ends well. Crazy shit, man. Um, Corey says the news anchor is dressed like she's going to Walmart. <laughs> Kyler says uh, more common sense bomb laws. <laughs> oh, my God. Chris says. Bomb threat? Where's my coffee? Uh, that dude, though, who, um, you know, was the engineer. He is, that is the stereotypical engineer. They, they all, they're all cut from the same cloth. Occasionally, you'll get one that's a little different. I had an interaction with a uh, radio engineer, and they're all have, uh, Oh, God, the personalities on these people. You just don't know what you're going to get. Not all of them, but my latest interaction with an engineer. I told this story. Um, and it was when I was uh, working over the first time I was working at iHeart. No, no, no. It was, it was this time. Anyway, 
they uh john elk asked me to uh uh run the board for like a cmu football game or something like that it's like all right i'll do it so again all i got to do is just sit there and when the guy says we'll take a break it's cmu football you just hit a button and then that's it that's all you do an idiot could do this so i'm sitting there looking at my phone watching marvel movies on tv and you know and uh this engineer comes walking in and and uh, he's got a mask on now it's so that was uh that, well, we had already gotten to the point where no one's wearing wearing masks anymore you know you you don't see too many people wearing masks these days but uh when you see them now i mean now that we're so far down the road post covid uh we're to a point now when you see guy in mask you're like oh well you're a psycho okay even i the most masked of masked uh the one who wanted to like triple mask when i see guy in mask now or girl in mask i'm like i don't want to talk to you get the fuck away from me you you're just a suspect um but they're still out there so he comes walking in can't even see his eyes because he's got so many masks on it's all like all around his head he's got him on his ears and uh he doesn't know i'm there and he's like oh i go hey and i say his name i go what's up and he goes i go uh haven't seen you in a long time. He goes, yeah, I, uh, I work these hours. It's like late at night. You know, it's like 10 o'clock at night. I go, really? Uh, how come? And I swear to God, the answer was because I don't like people. I'm like, holy shit. I go, oh, okay. Sorry, I'll steer, I'll steer clear. My bad. They're always the same. Always. Uh, occasionally you'll get one who's, who's not, but they just, ugh. and they're, and they're, uh, the radio station is, it's, it's critical that they're around in case shit hits the fan. And then if shit hits the fan, like, let's say you're in the studio and there's something technically that's causing problems. You get a hold of the engineer and then they come in and their job not only is to fix it, but to make you feel like a dumb fuck and so you just sit there and act like a fucking moron uh like you're an idiot uh and just take take the bullet you're like yeah i did it i'm stupid i'm a dumbass radio guy i don't know anything (laughs) and uh, the thing is i can't do their job all right but they can't do my job these people can't formulate sentences they and no one likes them. They smell funny. Their bodies look like shit. Uh, they're and they're just uh, unlikable individuals, frankly. Um, I used to work with a dude at Cumulus, who you did not want to fuck with him. And, uh, if he's listening to this, he still is in the area and he is intense. Um, of all the people that I've worked with over the years, this is the one guy that 
you just don't fuck with at all. And you know who fucked with him? Ben. Oh, no. Okay. Ben, um, for some reason, the computer he uses, uh, it wasn't working the way he wanted it to. So he went ahead and unhooked the hard drive, the tower, and and like put it aside and like went into like uh, another studio that he thought no one uses the computer, unhooked it and brought that computer, the tower, big giant desktop fucking thing into his and hooked it up and he's like, "Oh, this works great now." And uh very quickly he found out that this happened. And that is, uh, oh, that is a, a, a unbreakable rule. You, you don't do anything. You don't change a battery on a mouse without telling one of the engineers. And, um, he comes in and he says, who changed out the computers? And, uh, I just looked at Dave, Dave Grant and, uh, Ben looks at him and, uh, I'm not about to say anything. And, uh, Ben goes, I did. And he goes, follow me. <laughs> he just walks out and Ben follows him. And, um, Dave goes into another studio, soundproof studio, closes, Ben comes in, he closes the door. And in that studio is another studio, soundproof studio. And they walk into there and then they close that door. And then I hear, Fucking killing him. Door opens. Ben comes out. Oh, shit. I go, Ben, let's just go home for the day. Oh. Incredible. All right. So what do you think would happen? What do you think should happen to a lady, the lady who um, gets some completely uh, stoned on, um, God, what is that? When you're trying to get out of addiction of uh, opioids, there's some, uh, is it morphine? Not morphine. Um, what is that? Uh, uh, narcotic you can take that uh, eases the withdrawals of uh, like heroin and shit. Does anybody ever know what that is fucking called? That's it. Methadone. Thank you. This chick uh, in West Michigan like a year ago uh, she takes a whole bunch of methadone, which I guess when you take the prescribed amount of methadone, you can function fine, drive, work. It's to take the edge off from an opioid addiction. And she was, I guess, working her way through that in theory. That's why she had the prescription for it. But you're not supposed to take more than your, um, than the prescribed amount. And so this stupid woman, Leticia Gonzalez, she took, plenty more than she's supposed to take and was completely intoxicated and under the influence while driving and then killed her three kids 
in a car accident. Now, how much time behind bars should you get when you get something when something like that happens? Audio check, video check. <laughs> Damn it, what is wrong with this thing? <laughs> I don't know. That's that's the wrong audio. How much time should you get when you kill your kids ages, uh, I don't know, uh, six, four, and one or some shit? Charged with three counts of operating under the influence after her three children were killed in a Holland Township crash more than a year ago has taken a plea deal. Leticia Gonzalez stood before a circuit court judge this morning and pleaded no contest. 1300 Sides Trevier Gonzalez was at that hearing. He joins us from the newsroom with more Trevier. Hey, Kirk. Yeah, Judge Holsing accepted Gonzalez's plea of no contest, and part of the sentencing agreement is that she will spend a year at the Ottawa County Jail. Now, this morning's hearing only lasted a little more. More than five minutes. One year. She killed her kids. One year. A member from the Ottawa County Prosecutor's Office and Gonzalez's attorneys stated before the judge that they had come to the agreement. Now, it was back in 2022 when Gonzalez was driving her with her three young children in an SUV. Now, a spokesperson for the Ottawa County Sheriff's Office says Gonzalez veered off the road, hit a curb, and landed into a retention pond. Again, this is over in Holland Township. Gonzalez was able to escape with only minor injuries, but her three children, Jerome, Jeremiah, and Josiah, ages four, three, and one, did not survive. Oh. Now, through court documents, we later found out that Gonzalez was impaired by methadone. That is a drug for pain relief and treatment of drug addiction. Now, it is legal to take that while driving in the state of Michigan, but authorities said that Gonzalez had taken an unprescribed dose of the drug just hours before the crash. Now, a sentencing date for Gonzalez is tentatively set for May 30th. Now, those three charges were basically consolidated into one. Now, we tried reaching out to the Ottawa County prosecuting attorney to learn why two of those charges were dropped in part of this plea agreement, but at this point, we have not yet heard back. We're live in the newsroom. Trevor Gonzalez, 13, on your side. Oh, what always gets me is um, is plea agreements. I never understand why prosecutors say, yeah, this is equitable for both parties. You've killed your kids because you were under the influence. Let's not quibble with the details. You just plead no contest, which is not an admission of guilt. And you will be sentenced according to the deal that we agree upon. Is a year good? Are you good with a year? Can we give you a, You're happy with it? I, I was going to go for two, but all right, let's just make it one. And then that's it. Take five minutes. You're in and out of there. Boom. How the fuck? How do you, uh, how do you look in the mirror when you're a prosecutor doing that? Um... A deputy who evaluated Gonzalez at the hospital after the crash reported her pupils were noticeably constricted. Her eyelids are droopy. She had difficulty keeping her eyes open. Charged with three counts of operating while intoxicated, causing death. I wonder what those charges would have uh, netted her. Savage Sack Lunch says, please are to save time. Similar cases handled in a similar way. Yeah, but it's bullshit. Who cares about time saving? Why do we have laws even? You know? Aram says killing her kids is the worst punishment she could receive. Yeah, I know that. 
But at the same time, don't we have laws to be obeyed? And when they aren't, you need to uh, basically publicize that this is what happens when you break the law so that hopefully down the road, someone else won't do the same thing. Jesus. Uh, The no contest plea was the result of the plea agreement that was agreed by the Ottawa County Prosecutor's Office. A sentencing agreement of 365 days in jail. Oh, my God. I don't even know. I mean, she, she could be the asshole of the day, but so could the prosecutor's office, in my opinion. I think what you get in trouble with, too, is um, when the precedent is set that in the past the court would have or the prosecutor's office would have accepted this plea deal or would have offered this plea deal. I think it becomes almost like a um, a, a uh, precedent or a standard. And if that is not carried out by the next case, the same deal not offered – I think possibly a good defense attorney would say, why? Why did you offer all these other cases uh, this type of plea, but not this one? You see what I mean? So they're constantly watering down the punishment. I don't know. Just my opinion. I don't know shit about shit, but it just seems to me that if you um, if you crash your car and kill your three kids because you're intoxicated, you should get a uh, more harsh punishment. But um, who knows? Maybe that that one year in prison will be an absolute horrible time for her. Let's hope. Let's hope that this stupid bitch learns her lesson. Okay. Uh, Your old pal EZ has to go potty. I'll be back. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, Concerning the last story, Savage Sack Lunch. Nobody wants to pay the taxes needed to hire more judges and DAs. Well, we got a lot of money here. We don't fund libraries in Ottawa County. So I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. All right. Uh, hire me on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. I love doing Cameos. 20 bucks a pop. And you hire me. And you tell me what to do. It could be birthday wishes for somebody. Maybe an anniversary. Workplace achievement. Maybe uh, retirement. You know. Um, cameo.com and I can tailor them for, uh, young and old, um, good and bad. Doesn't matter. Sometimes they're like roasts. You're like, uh, your buddy's having a birthday and you want me to roast them. You just tell me what to do. There's a little spot for you to leave all your little notes of what you want me to say. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane or download the cameo app. You've got racing this weekend tomorrow at Berlin raceway. Weather looking good, shaping up that uh, tomorrow late is when the cold front comes in, which will affect things. But racing will be long uh, over by that point. BerlinRaceway.com. That's where you go to get $5 tickets. Now, if you walk up and buy the tickets, it's more. But if you buy them online all the way up until like 3 p.m. on Saturday, you get them for 5 bucks. Bring the whole family for the icebreaker. That's This is the first race of the year the icebreaker is. A full schedule at berlinraceway.com. 
Um, so five bucks for mom and dad. All the kids, 15 and under, get in free. Parking is free. You get to bring a cooler, 12 by 18 or smaller, with all the snacks and food you want. Uh, no glass and no alcohol. You got to buy the alcohol. There's plenty of alcohol to drink there, trust me. But you got to buy all the booze there. And the drinks are stiff. The beers are cold. And they're cheap. Out of all the places, all the venues that you can buy booze at, Berlin is the cheapest anywhere. So this is incredible, incredible amount of uh, affordability at Berlin Raceway. Racing goes on uh, Saturday at 4 p.m. They start for the spring races. Thank you, Kent County Health Department. If you need information about immunizations for the little ones, Reach out to the Kent County Health Department. You can get all of the immunizations you need for little or no cost by reaching out to the Kent County Health Department. Measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, um, uh, what do you call it? Cervical cancer vaccination. Immunizations through the Kent County Health Department. Their phone number is 616-632-7200 or get them, uh, check out them online at accesskent.com dot com slash health also information about the WIC program and getting tested for HIV serious shit you know some people listen to the show are young maybe not even young maybe just you like having sex with a lot of different people nowadays that's like the way people do it they don't care I mean this is like the swing in 60s all over again you know you go to your phone, you, you order some food, and then you go to the uh, your your grinder or your uh, Tinder app, and you order some sex. That's how it works these days. Hey, how about some food and some sex? Well, if that's you, you know, you might want to get yourself tested to keep yourself safe. If you're that type of person, reach out to the Kent County Health Department. I feel like these mics are acting up. Hang on. Hello. Hello, baby. Work it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Chris says he hopes to be there. The racist? Kenny says, can I order some sex? Yeah, of course you can. Why not? Why not? Sex is overrated. Really is. Come on now. When you're not getting it, you crave it. When you're getting it, you're like, eh, whatever. No big deal, right? Uh, Thank you to Sarah Honda Granville, S-E-R-R-A, SarahHondaGranville.com. They are on Kenwa Avenue in Granville, uh, just north of 44th Street next to the Cracker Barrel. Drive in and drive out in a new car. Well, kind of. You got to test drive a new car, and then you figure out what you want on the car. You sit down with one of the professionals there, figure out how you're going to pay for the car, and then in a couple weeks, your car shows up. That's the way cars are sold these days all across the country. Thank you, COVID. But... They do have a full lot of the largest, the largest lot 
of certified pre-owned vehicles in the entire state of Michigan. These are like new cars, still under warranty. Fantastic cars. And then if you you only want a car that can get you from point A to point B, uh, formerly known as shit box, uh, shit box cars, now known as cars former Zaniac's drive, you can go to the former Zaniac lot and get yourself a loser car for like two grand. You know, one of those cars. They even have those there. They don't They don't put those out front because they look like fuck. But they will get you from point A to point B. Anyway, uh, all this is at Sarah Honda Granville. Online at sarahhondagranville.com. It's time for the Eric Zane Show podcast Sports Talk Minute. Uh, the Tigers won yesterday. I thought for sure they would lose that game, but they, they ended up beating Toronto 3-1. to one. That's only their third win of the year. They suck. Uh, Before I get to that, Kenny writes, I love how Eric thinks you can just jump on Tinder and order some sex. You can't? Is Is that not how you do it? I don't know anything about this. And then uh, Crazy Ashley says, you can. And he says, well, maybe for women. <laughs> well, so if a lady goes out there and says, hey, I'm looking for some dick. That can happen. That's weird. Brandis says, what the fuck? I'm subscribed and I just got eight fucking ads. Eight. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Let's... um." Let's get you in touch with uh, the Canadian Twitch do, uh, guru, Don. I'm going to ask someone about that, okay? I, I am, I'm, look, I'm even writing it on a piece of paper here. So then I will know as a reminder. Brandis subscribed ads. I am going to find this out for you, my dear. Aram says, try this. Uh, I think you have to log out and then back in after subscribing. Kenny suggests close and reload. So you try that and then let me know how that goes, Brandis. Ashley suggests you're using the wrong app, Kenny, if uh, if you want to get sex. I don't know what she means by that. I think Kenny is taking that as she's suggesting grinder which grinder is the one when you want dick, right? If you're a dude, you're like, oh man, today I want to get some dick. Yeah. Just go, uh, first of all, order some DoorDash, open up grinder, order some cock and uh, I'm good to go. Right. Is that how it works? Boy, I tell you what, I feel very insulated and safe in being that I've been putting my ding dong in the same spot for uh, uh, now parts of five different uh, decades. And that's true. My ding dong's gone in the same spot in the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 210s, and now the 220s. So for parts of five decades, my ding dong has known the same spot. That's crazy, isn't it? Uh, Kabubi 69, Rich says your hand. Well, all right, two spots, two spots. Okay. 
Uh, Kyle says, good thing you have a gay, uh, good thing you have a gay listening to confirm this for you. So now Kyle's married him and his, uh, and his husband. Uh, now I don't think Kyle goes and looks for fresh dick at any point in time, but now, but there may have been a time before he met his beloved that he's like, God, I could use some cock. And he went on grinder and then you just hook up. God, I, I think that that would be so awkward um, if I were in the, uh, like, if I if I wasn't married. I mean, if, God forbid, something horrible happened to my beloved wife, and then I'm like, oh, man, I need some puss, or, or I need some dick. And then, you go, okay, I'll just order some. And then you, you meet, and you go, hey, how's it going? Not bad. Hey, let's have sex. Okay. <sighs> that would be so strange to me. Cannot imagine. I don't think I could do that. I really, I'm, I'm not. I would not be comfortable with, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, at least I say this now. I don't have any sexual needs right now. But if I, I, you might say that if you know my libido were to increase because of year, you know, weeks, days, months of no sex, then I might be like, oh God, give me some dick. Uh, Kenny says, most people don't do that, Eric. I'm telling you, it doesn't work that way. Well, good. Uh, that, that's, that's actually good, I think. I, I don't think that people should do that. I think that you um, um, short-circuiting the system by just saying, ah, let's go get laid. Or having, like, friends with benefits. Have you ever heard of that? You know, people who, like, have pals that are of the opposite sex or sometimes the same sex and say, hey, you want my asshole? Yeah, take it. Uh, you can have it. And then let's go play some foosball. We're friends. You can have my ass. I don't know if I can let my uh, I don't know if I can let my ass go like that. Anyway, I don't know how we got on this topic. Um. So the Tigers suck, but they did win yesterday. Video check, audio check. This is what happened. <laughs> Wait a minute. I think that's the wrong audio. Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature. Algorithms. Incredible. Four. Crust. Cripple. I can't get it right. <laughs> that's so expensive. Yes. And I looked it up. I was like, free beer. Remember what, though? <laughs> Jesus. I haven't seen it. <laughs> It was a little obnoxious. That's so expensive. Brandis says, okay, now you're just being a cock. Bob says, I'm telling you, you're going to blow up that starter. When she talks with the, when she does that, I can't even, I can't even do it. And I don't even have a term to describe it. It's so fucking weird. All right. So this dude for the Tigers um, is on second base. There's one out. Everybody knows, well, you should know, that um, 
the batter here, if he hits a fly ball, that's going to be an out. The guy on second base, he can't just take off running. If he does, uh, they're going to throw the ball back to second and it's going to be a double play. You have to tag up. You have to stay at second base until the ball is caught and then run. But Baez, Javier Baez is at second base. He's not going to run because it's a fly ball. It's going to be an out. He doesn't want to leave second because he would be. it would be a double play. Now, in this clip, he thinks there's two outs, so he takes off, which is what you're supposed to do. And then the ball will be caught. Inning will be over. But there's not two outs. There's one out. So he takes off running. They double him up. Out because he didn't know there was only one out, which is a huge, huge blunder. Watch this shit. And then the manager of the Tigers, A.J. Hinch. Chase percentage always up near the top of the league. This one to center. And Baez doesn't know how many outs there are. Another mistake by Javier Baez. I guess he's been fucking up all year running bases. Didn't get out of the box. Look at look at the manager of the Tigers, A.J. Hinch. That's a look of a guy who's getting ready to just fucking beat the fuck out of him. Oh, my God. Outs there are. Another mistake by Javier Baez. Didn't get out of the box much. Oh, no. Didn't really tag up last night from third, make any kind of effort on a fly ball. And I didn't know how many outs there were. Clearly thought there were two. Takes off as soon as it's hit. And A.J. Hinch can't be happy. Okay, now, now here's the manager, Hinch. Um... And he's going to have a word with Baez. This is A.J. Hinch saying to Javier Baez, come down the steps. Baez takes his hat off. I mean, he knows what this is about, obviously. Moments later, Baez comes up the steps. The seats are gone. The shirt's untucked. <laughs> and he, I think he's out of the game. He pulled him. So get the fuck out of here, you idiot. The fuck is wrong with you? Oh my God. That is, uh, that's great. <laughs> Tyler knows a thing or two about this. He follows baseball. He says, Baez is the most overpaid player in Major League Baseball. Chris says, You're done. <laughs> Holy shit. One more sports story. You remember the old Washington Redskins? They became the uh, Washington Commanders, you know? They were better last year, pretty good team. Well, that team has been known for uh, a toxic work environment and all sorts of trouble and investigations in the NFL and uh, about about things like that and uh, just uh, not exactly the best the best environment. So the league was like, all right, uh, put this fucking team up for sale. And uh, so Dan Snyder, he was he's the guy who owns it for the longest time. First of all, he was always the one to say, I'm never going to change the name of the team. It's always going to be the Redskins, which no one could figure out why, you know. And, I, and I'm sure there are people listening right now who, um, who, who, who hate that the team changed their name from the Redskins to the commanders. And, and I just want to say that if you think that 
the name Redskins should still be the name of the football team. I'm just here to look you in the face and tell you that you're a fucking idiot. Uh, at no point is that acceptable. Okay. Uh, uh, we are, we are improving as a society and a culture and, uh, less and less people are go are kicking and screaming about of it. This is a good thing. The Indians are now the guardians, you know? Yes, that's acceptable. You know, you want to keep people happy. Uh, so anybody has a problem with that, it's j- j- just shut up. You know, uh, there's even some college football teams that, uh, like my alma mater, they're named after a whole tribe of Indians or Native Americans, the Chippewas. And you're like, well, hey, how can they do that? Well, what they did was they went ahead and they banged on the door of the tribe and they said, we want to keep the name Chippewas, but tell us what you want us to do and what we need to do. And they said, well, first of all, you need to give us a lot of money. And the school said, okay, you got it. And then you need to take away anything that makes us look like a bunch of savages. Like you got to get rid of the guy who rides on the sidelines with a horse and a shirt off going, yay, yay, yay. And holding a spear over his head. And the school said, okay. Uh, the helmet used to have an arrow going through the uh, CMU or whatever. Yeah, you could get rid of anything that indicates that we're like a warring bunch of lunatics. School said, okay, so now it's good. That's okay. Because the tribe said, we love this. It's honorable. Redskins is a slur. That's like calling your team the N-words. My God. Tyler says that organization is such a shit show. The marketing people that thought they were from the state of Washington when creating the mugs last season. That's right. Didn't it have like the, the, the W with an outline of the actual of Washington state? <laughs> um, Kenny says, if it's that bad, you wouldn't even say the name still. No, that's no, it is that bad. I mean, uh, I would never say it in context of an insult. Like, I wouldn't say, yeah, so there's a bunch of redskins over there. I wouldn't say that. Um, You're right, though. I mean, for me to utter it as an example, um, it's not as bad as the N-word, but still terrible. I mean, only a lunatic would ever um, quote someone and actually say the N-word publicly. You know, only a psychopath who, you know, probably uh, is named Maureen would ever do that sort of thing. Uh, I mean, only, there could be any name. Uh, It could be anybody, hypothetically. (laughs) Um, So the NFL says to Dan Snyder, put that team up for sale. sale, sell that fucking thing. And that finally happened. He has sold the team. Now, you need to know that when he purchased the team, however long ago, he paid 
hundred million dollars in May of '99. Twenty-four years ago, Dan Snyder paid eight hundred million dollars. Yesterday, he sold it. I can't even believe this. For over, with a B, billion, over $6 billion. So he made $5,200,000,000 on the deal. Oh, my God. And it's an absolute shit show, that team. They suck. Well, they were all right last year. Not bad. Um, they might have even been a playoff team. I can't remember. No, I don't think they were. They were They were not a playoff team. They were 8-8. Eight 8-8-1. and eight. Eight, eight and one. Um, they, they did not make the playoffs. Can you imagine what, like, a um, storied winning franchise would go for? Like, um, I guess the New England Patriots. How much they would sell for? Jesus. Incredible. Dan and Tanya Snyder reached a preliminary non-exclusive agreement to sell the team to a group led by some guy named Josh Harris, who I guess he owns teams in the NBA and the NHL. Like the Dallas Cowboys, it would probably be worth the most money, right? Dallas Cowboys worth. Uh, it's estimated that they are worth $8 billion. How much did Jerry Jones pay for the Cowboys? Oh, my God. Okay. This is even more insane. In 1999, Dan Snyder bought the Redskins for $800 million, like I indicated earlier when I was talking about this. Ten years prior, Jerry Jones bought the Cowboys for $140 million. $140 million he bought the Dallas Cowboys for. And it's now worth $8 billion. Oh, my God. That is insanity. And the thing is, uh, in Washington, they need a new stadium. And you know how it's going to be. They're going to demand that, like, the public pay for the fucking thing. These $6.05 billion would top the previous record sale for a franchise, which was set in August when a group led by Walmart heir Rob Walton bought the Denver Broncos for $4.65 billion. The Denver Broncos! Man. A deal for the commanders likely won't be approved until the league meeting scheduled for May. The NFL is familiar with Harris, who was a finalist in the bidding for the Broncos last summer. The deal for the commanders includes FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland, and the team's practice facility. 
The commanders have been seeking a new stadium somewhere in the D.C. area, according to multiple people involved in the process. Snyder's presence and the investigations into him and the franchise had stalled the process in the past year. Jesus. This guy also owns um, the Philadelphia 76ers and the NHL's New Jersey Devils. And he also owns part of Crystal Palace FC of the English Premier League. But who cares about that because it's soccer and everybody hates soccer. Mitchell Rails, a D.C. billionaire and Hall of Fame basketball player Magic Johnson, are part of the investment group. Um, wow. Jesus. That is insanity. There's a lot of money. That's an understatement can't believe that that guy paid 800 i think the big takeaway here is the jerry jones thing the fact that he paid 149 million for it in 1989 and they're worth over 8 billion right now chris buffalo bills fan says oh like our stupid bill stadium we have to pay for because our governor is a fuck stick underrated insult there fuck stick is great all right Advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Reach out to me, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I'll tell you how it works. I'll put you in front of thousands of people each and every week. And all you have to do is let me know that you want information. Eric at ericzaneshow.com. And I'll tell you how it works. Um, like Rick from TC Paintball. You're like, wait a minute. It's, uh, aren't we supposed to talk to Rick today? Well, yeah, normally. But he is uh, out doing paintball things again. I don't know if he's at like some paintball convention or some shit, but he couldn't make it. TC paintball gr.com in uh, 16 days. We have our net, our next paintball adventure. That is uh, April 30th, 4 PM. It's a Sunday paintball war. Number 22, the spring slaughter. I will see you there. Reach out to me. If you're coming, Eric at Eric Otherwise book your own event at TC paintball online at TC paintball gr.com. Uh, car needs some work. Call Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV, 616-532-6600. Trusted place to get your vehicles repaired. Uh, If you are in need, call them. Mention my name. They're right in the middle of Grand Rapids on 44th Street, just east of US 131. Early bird drop-off, late bird pickup, free loaner cars available. If you need a car, while your vehicle is being worked on, they can help you. 616-532-6600. Uh, don't ever forget about my pals over at Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville. The best burgers under the sun. Okay. Let me break down the steakhouse burger for you. Okay. Um, beautiful, perfect, seasoned patty. Cooked just right. While the uh, uh, burger is cooking... You put the buns on the griddle and brown the buns. A little bit of butter on them. Put them right down there. And then when he flips the burgers, I would pull the buns off. Then I drop the fries. Because by the time the burger gets done, if you were to drop the fries at the start of the cooking of the burger, the fries aren't going to be fresh or piping hot when they're delivered to you. So it's when he flips the burger, you drop the fries. Okay. Then I take the uh, buns and I put the Bosco sauce on one side and then that's all that burger takes on the buns but the meat then the steak burger 
He then adds sautéed mushrooms, the final stage of cooking, um, sautéed onions on with that. Then he puts a little bit of A1 on top of that pile, which is on top of the burger. The cheese goes over it and melts, and it makes like an encapsulating cocoon around the mixture of onions and mushrooms. Puts it on the spatula, walks it over, sets it on the bun. I put the bun on top, put a toothpick in. It looks fantastic. Meanwhile, the fries have just finished. I season them. Put the order. Someone comes, gets a steak, burger, takes it to you. It's awesome. Bosco's Pub, Hudsonville, Michigan. Earlier in the show, we talked about the mom who got uh, one year. Well, the sentencing guidelines is one year for killing her kids because of being under the influence of methadone. What do you think should be the sentence for spitting on a cop? Okay. Lubbock, Texas. This is Larry Pearson. He doesn't look happy. He looks very serious. What are you going to get when you spit on a cop? Larry Pearson got 7-0, 70 years in prison for spitting on a cop. Oh, what the fuck? How? What the? What is going on here? I need more information. We need more information. Now, at first glance, as you can see, uh, what stands out about Larry that might tip you off as to why he got 70 years? Is it the nice open collared shirt? Is it the uh, dark blue blazer? Is he uh, neatly trimmed hair? Oh, he's black. Fuck me. All right. Well, maybe I'm missing something here. <coughs> Excuse me. Texas man sentenced to 70 years in prison for spitting at a Lubbock cop during an arrest last May. Cops picked up Larry Pearson, 36. Uh, domestic violence charges. Now, you might change your tune about the story. Uh, Larry uh, hit a woman several times in the face, leaving her with multiple visible injuries, according to everythinglubbock.com. Pearson got angry when officers did not arrest the victim. He started to kick the door of the police cruiser. When two cops opened the door to tell him to stop, he spat at them and kept doing so even after he got to the Lubbock County Detention Center. I'm telling you what, man, if someone spits at me, I start dry heaving. I can handle a lot. Well, no, I take it back. I can't handle a lot because I passed out when someone said that I cut my foot to the bone, which, by the way, just saying that makes me feel squeamish. But I, I, I don't, I mean, I passed out that time, but I actually go, uh, 
uh, uh, for something about spit. I just can't handle it. Jurors found him guilty on two counts of harassment of a public servant. During the trial's closing arguments, prosecutor Jessica Gorman asked the jury to quote, send a message to both the suspect and society with its sentencing. Pearson had prior convictions for aggravated robbery and family violence. Gorman said as a result, he faced a minimum sentence of 25 years. If you're going to live the life of crime, you're going to do that among other criminals in prison. Gorman told the court. Jim Shaw, Pearson's defense attorney told jur- attorney told jurors that the sentencing was for a simple misdemeanor that got out of control. The jury threw the book at him anyway. You're not going to get 70 years for something like this when you've never been in trouble before, Gorman said. Okay, so I'm slightly confused. Um, so he had, a, I'm guessing he had already been arrested and convicted of the domestic violence. And the simple misdemeanor of spitting on the simple assault on the cop is what the separate, uh, you know, charge trial. And it was his past history of being a piece of shit. There's no doubt this guy's a piece of shit. Okay. Let's be honest here. Um, but they gave him 70 years on top of everything else. I don't know. Kenny says the lady that got crashed, that crashed and killed her kid should have gotten 70 years. Not this guy. Amy says we don't need any more information. He's a black kid in Nazi Texas. Poor kid. Well, I don't know if he's a poor kid. I mean, if he, if he, uh, if he beat up some chick, I mean, they're, they're, he, he's going to spend a lot of time behind bars for that alone. So I don't think this guy's an angel. But you can't tell me that the color of that guy's skin um, didn't affect things. But he is a piece of shit. I mean, I, I think I think we kind of have uh, good news, bad news. I mean, he's he he's he's a piece of shit. We agree with that. We all agree with that. Uh, and 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 the longer that piece of shits are behind bars. I mean, we, it's kind of win-win maybe because, uh, he's behind bars and no one has to deal with him. And, uh, one way or another, you get him behind bars. Do you deserve 70 years for spitting on a cop? No, no, but in the end, who cares? It all, it all worked out. But the sentence is ridiculous. I agree with you. 70 years. Holy fuck. I thought I was missing something. Have you guys been following the story about the guy who invented Cash App? Last week, the story broke that the guy who invented Cash App, and he's some tech guru, um, he was uh, stabbed to death, murdered. And... um. I think just yesterday they um, arrested a fellow 
tech executive. 12.55 p.m. Pacific time yesterday, San Francisco Police Department confirmed Bob Lee, who's the deceased, and uh, Nima Momeni, that's the, that's the attacker, knew each other. Momeni will be array, uh, arraigned today. 2.06 p.m. yesterday. San Francisco DA office charged Momemi with murder with an allegation that he used a knife. He faces 26 years to life in prison if convicted. The arrest went down uh, early Thursday in Emeryville, California, near San Francisco, where Lee was stabbed. Local paper, Mission Local, broke the story. The outlet reported the man arrested, uh, as I said, Nima Momi, the founder of Expand IT, a Silicon Valley startup. Um, law enforcement to- sources told the outlet Lee and the suspect were driving together in San Francisco in the early hours of April 4. The car was registered to the suspect, according to the um, publication Mission Local, adding some sort of confrontation ensued in the car and continued after Lee left the vehicle. Lee was stabbed at least twice in the chest. And the outlet says the knife was recovered near the area where Lee was fatally murdered. Cops say it was not a robbery or a random crime. Now, I've got some horrific video that I'm going to share with you. But um, it's like the final minute of uh, the dude's life. Bob Lee. Like he is out of the car and he's stumbling around out in front of like, um, looks like a hotel or something. And you see the camera shot from the um, uh, uh, business from the hotel or the, this lobby bleeding all over the place like a fucking stuck pig and falling down quickly fading. And uh, according to the, uh, uh, it's it's here on TMZ. I'm going to actually post that apartment building where the guy was wandering in. So if you're triggered, FYI. I don't want to fuck you up here and wreck your day. I like to give fair warning when I'm doing this and uh, talk a lot on the lead up so that um, doesn't wreck your day. All right. I don't even know if there's any sound to this. You can see the highlighted portion there. Something's going on inside of the vehicle. I'm not sure. Can't really make out what's happening. And the surveillance photo, the accuser takes off. I think the stabbing has occurred at this point. All right, come on now. All right, there's dude. He's already hurt. He's stabbed twice in the chest. All right, he walks to the front door. He falls down. Oh, no. This is gruesome. I think, okay, he has enough strength to get up. Kind of. Uh, 
Man, I wish they would have given me an edited version of this so I don't have to fucking deal with this. All right, fuck it. Can't deal. Enough. You know what? Actually, I can show you this. Cars are driving by. Nobody cares. This guy's waving to people. He's like, hey, help me. Help me. They uh, blurred out the, um, uh, I guess, the blood on his shirt or whatever. Now they go to the camera of inside of the place. This guy is struggling. Holy shit. Oh, man. Heinous. Gets up. He's bleeding badly. They're blurring out all the blood. Thank God. All right. Someone. I can't believe he lasted this long. And then that's it. Awful. Jesus. Now they got the guy. Now they got to figure out what the fuck happened there. Stevie says, without knowing what's happening, it looks like he's drunk. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ryan says, just horrific. Uh, Aram says, we need a sound check. I don't think there was any sound in the video unless they added music, and that would have been weird. But, uh, all right. Kind of wish I hadn't really gotten into that. It kind of, like, caused me to kind of, like, limp to the finish line. Yes. Sorry about that. Brandis says, can I look now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, earlier, uh, Stevie said, it's not a dog or a cat. We'll be okay. Oh, I'm with you on that. I can't I can't do dog or cat. Chris says we should have added the Benny Hill theme to it. I'm not. I, I hate it when there's any animal. You can't have any animal getting hurt. Oh, God. I, I'm telling you. Spider in the house, I am not, I will, I will, uh, I will not harm it. I'll either leave it there or, or get it out nicely. Kenny says, I, I was hoping someone was going to ask if he was okay. No, I already said he's dead. He can't be okay. Come on now. All right. Um, so we have the asshole of the day. Who is it going to be today? Could be the dude who killed cash app guy, guy who spit on cops. Javier Baez, uh, dude who threatened to blow up Channel 3. Woman who killed her three kids. Ooh. How about the airmen for the security breach? I think I know who it is. Uh, we'll find out. Don't forget, you can buy an Eric Zancho podcast t-shirt. Eric at ericzancho.com. I'm sorry, ericzancho.com is the website. And click on merch. Get yourself an Eric Zancho podcast t-shirt today. A and E, heating and cooling, 616-516-8579. The immortal Joe Martinez and his crew. Uh, I love him, love his family. Hopefully, I'll see him at the hockey game tonight. The final game for Brian Lashoff. Might be a jersey there for you. 616-516-8579. A and E, heating and cooling. Thank you, Van Dyke Mortgage. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. If you're looking for a home to buy a home, get pre-approved today, 231-332-6505. All across the United States, 
People call Mario. He can help you anywhere in the U.S. except South Carolina, Alaska, Maine, and Hawaii. 231-332-6505. And last but not least, my friends at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. The lowest price for flooring in the entire state of Michigan and beyond, even without my discount. But you add my discount, take an additional 10% off when you say my name at Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. They're on Chicago Drive. Ugly beige warehouse-looking building, small red sign behind Little Caesars on the north side of Chicago Drive. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. All right. Yesterday's asshole of the day was the politician in Missouri who said it's okay if a 12-year-old gets married to an adult. That's weird. Mike Moon was his name. Okay. Your asshole of the day today brought to you by TC Paintball is the mom who killed her three kids. Uh, you, you got a long time to think about it. Well, not really. Only a year. What the hell? That is your asshole of the day. Folks, I will talk to you on Patreon. Uh, more podcasting there, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. But for now, that is going to that is going to do it for this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Till next time, folks, thank you for being here. An honorable mention to the justice system for stupid plea deals. That, that makes sense to me, too. I'll talk to you down the road, folks. Thank you.